0: In the polluted soil of this world's defilement, corruption, and atheism, God has planted the seeds of all that we need. He who transcends the wisdom of men and time pledged to be God to us in every thought, hurt, and fear. When we don't understand the pain, faith sees Him who is holy and just and faithful. Thanks for joining us on Life Journeys, a podcast about thriving through the worst pain that life brings with global initiatives threatening big changes to our way of life. We're going to need to activate Jesus' words about mountain-moving faith. Words That Work is the ongoing series on life journeys that is rooted in releasing revelational words of faith that will work every time and with everyone. It's about moving the mountains that keep us from the presence and goodness of God. It's about defining our life purpose and identity through encountering Him until we have the power to move the obstacles that are destroying our liberty and hope. Psalms 14.1 says, The fool has said in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none that does good. Note that it says they are corrupt. When corruption fills a government, it's because in a democracy, corruption has filled the people. They have not sought God. Instead, they became filthy, and then they persecuted God's people according to the psalm. It's interesting that this entire psalm is in the Bible twice, in Psalms 14 and 53. That could tell us something. It gnaws at all of us who believe as well that this atheistic worldview is so aggressive. Let me say plainly, there is a God. He is all that He said He is. He is sovereign over the world, and the nations are as a drop in a bucket to Him. Isaiah says they are less than nothing compared to His greatness. He is an absolute just God. His holiness allows no hint of injustice, evil, hypocrisy, or deception. There is no accusing of His ways, for He superintends the universe and this world according to eternal principles and plans for His glory in us. See if you can agree with all that God is to me. He is in control completely of my life. Any wavering on His perfect plan for me is because of my own unbelief and sin. Yet He has totally covered my missteps and failures by His perfect redemption. He knew who I would become when He first called me and his plan for me has not changed. I shall wind up exactly what he intended in my last days on earth. He knows every ache and pain. He knows what's going on inside of my failing body. He has determined precisely where I shall be in my old age and what I shall be doing for him. He has prepared my finances for my final years and has mapped out every single provision for every need. I will ever have. I need not worry. Psalms 23 is true for me now, not just something to be read at my graveside. It's time to dare to believe God is all to you and me that he has revealed himself to be. God understands my carnality and my great need to be set apart. He knows how well I will cooperate with him or how poorly, and he has given me all I need to be all that he wants me to be to him. He does know what's going to happen to my wife and I tomorrow. He knows exactly when and how we shall die. He knows what ailments, trials, and hardships each of my children will face, and he knows why. When anything befalls any of us, it will be under the watch care of my king and champion. God simply is, and he will not fail one word of his promises to cover every anxiety that I face. He knows what I need and will absolutely provide it for my all-sufficiency in all things, according to his word. And this whole podcast was written because of just one fleeting word that the Lord gave me yesterday morning about focusing on the fact that He is God in every minute detail of our lives. And I need to treat Him as the God that He offers Himself to be. When this world finds me suffering from sickness, old age, accusations, or temptations. God knows the beginning of it from the end, and He has a plan and a purpose in allowing my hardships and afflictions. Even in the trauma of this life, He is utterly worthy of respect, honor, worship, and faith. When I don't understand because the pain is too great, it doesn't mean that God is unloving, uncaring, unjust, or has forsaken me. God knows when I get up and when I go to sleep. He watches over me when I sleep and when I go about my day. He knows my thoughts, for nothing is hidden from Him. Though it may be shocking to me to realize this, His love is infinite, and His compassion beyond comprehension. He sees what's coming my way each day, where I will struggle and where I will rest. He is not a casual observer. He has the ability and the desire to fellowship with me as if I were the only person who was alive in all of creation. is that powerful. I have available to me at any moment the comfort of God. Of God. He has even identified himself in the Holy Spirit as the Comforter whom he would send to me. I have available the comfort of God Himself. He will give me a peace that is beyond my understanding. It doesn't come by reasoning, figuring it out, or knowing how anything will be resolved, or by justifying myself enough to think that He'll help me. It's beyond my understanding. This amazing Creator has made me to be with Him forever. That's why I was made. He wants me. This earthly life, a life filled with so many of my human failures, does not define and direct my eternity. No matter what befalls me or where I may fail, God still wants me, and He won't change His mind of that. He chose me before I was born, and He chose me knowing my human depravity. But I am born again, and Christ is my resume now. He is my given life. It is my life, even though it was given to me just as my first life was given to me. I didn't make it. And I am not my own, but I call it my own life. And here I am God's beloved possession. Therefore, I believe that it is indeed a fool who says there is no God. And I will not listen to any of his empty lies. I will not live like an atheist and pretend God doesn't exist by doubting any of his words to me. I will not pretend that he knows my needs, yet he wants me to suffer because he doesn't care for me. I will not pretend there is no hell or that God is an enabler. I will endeavor to live in the full knowledge of God's glory given to me through Christ Jesus. Somewhere in the heart of the atheist is the root of fear. About that, Psalms 51 says concerning the atheist, There they were in great fear, where no fear was. He is afraid and eases his conscience by pretending there is no God. Five times in Isaiah and Hosea it's written, I am God and there is no God besides me. He is called the Lord of hosts. That's his name. Lord is translated from the word Yahweh, the authorized version of the Bible calling him Jehovah, the self-existent one. His name is not Allah, Buddha, Krishna, or any other man-made idol. He is the God of his word, the Bible, and he is powerful enough and wise enough to watch over his word, just as he said he would in order that we have today a trustworthy Word of God. I can trust His Word in a faithfulness that has been proven to me personally many times in miracles and His providences. On a more personal note, I recall Jeremiah's words in chapter 15. O Lord, You know. Remember me and visit me and revenge me of my persecutors. Take me not away in thy long suffering. Know that for thy sake I have suffered rebuke. Your words were found, and I did eat them, and thy word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of my heart, for I am called by your name, O Lord God of hosts. I sat not in the assembly of the mockers, nor rejoiced. I sat alone because of your hand, for you have filled me with indignation. Why is my pain perpetual and my wound incurable, which refuses to be healed? Will you be altogether unto me as a liar and as waters that fail, O Lord? You see, even in Jeremiah's suffering at the hands of his own people, the prophet was called to repent and return to the heart of God. Suffering made him question everything. He was not to question the veracity of God's word, even when he was in great suffering. His call was to be faithful to God no matter what. He is my friend, and all that he offers himself to be is given to me. But he is God, not a man. He is the creator, sustainer, and sovereign of the universe and every living thing. It is not my estate in life to be casual or careless with him. He must be reverenced, or I will not be heard. When I am petulant, I can almost hear him saying, Oh, I do hear you speaking, but that can't be me you're speaking to, for I don't recognize the heart language of the irreverent. I will gladly accept the one who does not approach me in a careless way, but this— You can't be talking to me. Oh, what a grand challenge it is to be a friend of the King of Kings, the Almighty God, by whose name we are called. What a joy to have a constant in my life, that which can be depended upon to be true in all the world, and its pain seemed to deny it. Just as the sun has come up over the theater of world wars, the corruption of despots, and the secret pain of the forgotten among us, so is God faithful over all the days of the earth. Dinosaurs roam the earth, and men travel to the moon and won Super Bowls, and he has remained exactly the same. He is the same God with the same view of sin on the day the earth opened up and swallowed the families of the complaining priests in Exodus and the one who forgave the adulteress accused by the lying Pharisees. He judges, and He has mercy, and only through faith in Jesus' blood and resurrection may a man stand before Him and boldly speak at His throne. Where holiness meets love, and stuns the heart of a man with the cross. That is the place of God in each man's believing heart. Knowing all things about us, he has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. You can unlock the presence of God in your life. There are revelation principles that remove the mountains, keeping us from joy, hope, peace, and purpose when our world gets turned upside down. Look for these words that work with Pastor Hardica as he shares what has helped him when life got hard. And don't forget to check out his book, The Fortress and the Firebrand*, available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Thanks for listening to Life Journeys. Find new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. And if you're new to this series, it begins with the September 16th episode. In the polluted soil of this world's defilement, corruption, and atheism, God has planted the seeds of all that we need. He who transcends the wisdom of men and time pledged to be God to us in every thought, hurt, and fear. When we don't understand the pain, faith sees Him who is holy and just and faithful.